confused of like how this episode would play out, like uh, in terms of taking notes. Yeah, for yeah, it. and even talking about it, it's yeah, so cause, circular. Because we all we always have like the breaks of like, okay, they're going to a different scene. Yeah, yeah. Well, what, what what happened? Uh, what what happened in this scene? What were your thoughts on it? Okay, next scene. Blah 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 blah. Exactly, same thing. Exactly. Rinse, repeat. But with this all taking place in the restaurant, I'm yeah. like, oh. Oh, so man, as, how are we going to do this? <laughs> as much as you were looking forward to a bottle episode, this is gonna it's going to make a weird episode just to talk about. But uh, welcome to No Hugging, No Learning. It's a show about one thing. Talk, damn it! <laughs> uh, it's the show about one thing, watching Seinfeld for the first time. Got uh, it! Uh, I'm Tim Murphy. I'm Ted Hollowell. And today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 11, The Chinese Restaurant, <laughs> which aired May 23rd, 1991. What would you have seen in TV Guide? Jerry, Elaine, and George need reservations at a Chinese restaurant. Very forward. Yeah. Um, I mean, they... I guess they, reservations would have been useful, but that's not really what no, happens they, they, at all. No, they didn't need reservations at all. Even yeah, if yeah. they had reservations, I feel like the same events would have played out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, it, it should have been, they wait at a Chinese, wait for a yeah, table at a Chinese restaurant. I guess, yeah. yeah. Um, but then again, that implies that, oh, okay, they're not going to get a table. Well, you, so, you never know. You never, it just says they wait for a table at a Chinese restaurant, and I then guess. maybe they... Um, but yeah, with... Uh, the title is the Chinese restaurant, yeah. and need reservations at a Chinese restaurant. It's definitely not as vague as last week's episode was. Yeah, with uh, uh, what name is the baby shower? Yeah, and the description is Jerry or Kramer persuades Jerry to get illegal cable service. Oh, where does that play in yeah. the baby shower? Oh, <laughs> that was a very small part of that episode. Yeah, but uh, okay, so we start with a one of only two stand-up bits, I believe, in this whole thing. Well, hold up, you're, yeah. you're you're really jumping oh, the gun. Do we yeah. have homework? We or do have. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. We have pages and pages Jeez. of homework. I know. Um, okay, so from the baby shower last week, as you mentioned, um, let's. Uh, these are not in any sort of order from the episode, so that's my apologies. But yeah, it doesn't um, matter. The uh, Jerry walks in and says to what was that girl's name last week? Le- Le- Lisa, um, Lindsay, L- something with L. <laughs> um, Lisa. Leslie. Leslie. Jerry walks in and says to Leslie, she goes, oh, I thought you were supposed to be in Buffalo this weekend. And he says, well, sometimes the road less traveled is less traveled for a reason or something uh-huh. like that. And we were like, it's got to be a Kennedy quote, but it's a, I, I know it's a Robert <laughs> Frost quote, but here's where that, all that intersects. It was, and here's why it's a big deal that it's a John F. Kennedy speech. So uh, it's from John F. Kennedy's remarks at Amherst College in Amherst, Massachusetts, October 26th, 1963. Uh, he was getting an honorary oh. degree. I, I don't know if Robert Frost has any... Um, <laughs> uh, sort of connection to Amherst College, but he quotes Robert Frost and says, you know, two roads diverged in a wood, and I took the one less traveled by, and that's what? made all the difference. That's a big Robert Frost quote, yeah, right? Yeah. So then John F. Kennedy says, I hope that road uh, er, uh, will not be uh, the uh, less traveled by, <laughs> uh, and I hope that your commitment to the great republic's interest and the years to come will be worthy of your long inheritance since your beginning. So this, is, this was a big deal, and people so, remember it because... So it is a Kennedy quote, but it's a Kennedy quote quoting Robert yeah, Frost. Yeah, like, I sort hope of. the road less traveled by will not be yeah. by you. So, But it's a big deal because it was his final speech. This is the oh. last speech he gave. He was assassinated less than a month later, November oh. 22nd, 1963. Oh. So that's why people remember it as a Kennedy right. quote, I guess. Okay. Um, we did, uh, I, I have a lot here about the Fox Broadcasting Company and its launch. The Simpsons was not a launch show. In fact, The Simpsons uh, wasn't even on Fox until 
four years, three or four years after, um, three years after, technically, it launched in 1986 with The Late Show, hosted by Joan Rivers, mm. and then it started with Married with Children and The Tracy Ullman Show, of which The Simpsons did uh, uh, come. Yeah. It did begat The Simpsons, uh, and then 21 Jump Street, and then a bunch of shows. I mean, a bunch of shows. It didn't, uh, the Simpsons didn't start until the 89-90 television season, their third night of programming, Monday night, I guess. Um, oh, wow. I don't know if that meant The Simpsons was on Monday night, or that's when Fox started a third night of Monday night primetime television, but that's when the uh, mid-season, midway through that season, The Simpsons started. Um, how about this? Uh, George, uh, can you believe this guy holds a grudge like Khomeini? Yeah, what was that about? I knew it was a reference to the Ayatollah Khomeini, and okay. I, who was a leader of Iran and um, was responsible for turning Iran into the world's first Islamic Republic. Uh, Khomeini denounced the United States for, for providing sanctuary for the exiled Mohammad Reza Shah Pahlavi. And supported the students <laughs> who stormed the American embassy in Tehran in November of 1979. 52 Americans were held hostage in Iran for a total of 444 oh, days, man. as you might have seen in the movie Argo. That's oh, Argo, wait, right? wait, 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 wait. Okay, yeah. this is the basis for Argo? Um, I guess that. Yeah, okay. yeah, right there. So, yeah, right. because because we gave sanctuary to this exiled guy, he uh, he held a grudge. And, and uh, so um, that's why George holds a grudge like Khomeini. All right. Babe. Uh, the Sakharov, he's the Sakharov of cable guys. Andrei Dmitrievich Sakharov was a Russian nuclear physicist, dissident, and activist for disarmament, peace, and human rights. He was the designer of the Soviet development of thermonuclear weapons, and then later became an advocate of civil liberties and civil reforms in the Soviet Union, for which he's faced state persecution. And But he did get the Nobel Peace Prize in 1975. So he, he worked so, on the bomb, and then he was like, oh, the bomb is awful. Let's not, do, okay. let's not use that. So he's... How does that tie into being the Sakharov of cable guys? I don't. I, I'm. I'm. I guess he was um, he not exiled, but he was put in sort of a state-run, uh, not even really a prison. It was oh, like wait, a, was Jerry saying this about? No, Kramer was saying it about their cable guy. He's he okay. came from the gulags and he got out, and now he's, he's the working Sakharov against, of cable yeah, so guys. I guess okay, he's, yeah, I guess yeah. he's trying to still play up the angle that the cable guy is working against the system and doing it for the people. Uh, okay. and that's where Sakharov was, and and he okay. also was put into state. Exile in a way, I think. Uh, wow, as well. that, I know, uh, I know, ooh, I know. Good reference. Wow. Uh, I get, oh, and there's still a Sakharov Prize that's similar to the Nobel Peace Prize. Like you might give it to the same people, but I, I didn't care enough to do mu- too much research based on that. Uh, so I, I, I think that's an inadequate amount of research. Yeah, on Sakharov. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Um, so let me see if I can f- find the exact quote. Uh, no, the, uh, the baby shower. Um, Leslie says they just moved into a new apartment. It was Bernard Getz's mother's apartment. Yeah, Do you remember that? Oh, I, I I've got the exact. You have the quote. exact quote, great, because it, this yeah. may be even funnier than it, it seems on the outside. Uh, so Leslie's in the apartment for the baby shower, and she's like, "We just bought an apartment on Riverside Drive. Bernard gets his mother used to live there." Okay, Riverside Drive is probably. I'm glad that look specific location is mentioned because this may be even funnier. So here's Bernard Getz was known as the Subway Vigilante okay. in the New York press. He is the. Trigger Man in the 1984 New York City subway shooting that took place December 22nd, 1984. Four teenagers were shot by Bernard Getz on a New York subway train in Manhattan. All four were seriously wounded. A jury found him not guilty of all charges except for one of carrying an unlicensed firearm. And he did eight months of a one-year sentence. What? And this sparked... Uh, think of Bernard Getz as the George Zimmerman of the 1980s. Oh, no. But from the... But, so, again, no one... Just like in that situation, nobody really knows what happened. But it ignited a nationwide debate. And obviously, the crime in New York City has always been worse than it has been in 
wherever in Florida they that this thing the the you know George Zimmerman took place. So it doesn't exactly parallel, but it opened a nationwide dialogue on crime yeah. and race. He was a white guy. They were four, I believe, uh, black teenagers, and um, he said they were robbing him, and then he shot them all, but. He was still raw from a previous robbery where the cops didn't really do anything. So then right after that, he went out and bought a gun. And then all of a sudden, oh he shoots for... Yeah, it, it just... The oh. Wikipedia article is pages and pages and pages and pages. Uh, so it, it... He, you know... It, it came to symbolize the New Yorker's frustrations with high crime rates of the 1980s. He was praised and vilified in the media and in public opinion. And um, the NRA actually campaigned successfully to loosen restrictions on concealed carrying of firearms in the wake of this. So... They've been in that business for a long time, obviously. Oh. Yeah. But it, it certainly hasn't been a bigger deal. But here's why, here's, here's why this line gets even funnier and is more character development for Leslie, who we know is pompous and pretentious. Yeah. Okay, Bernard Getz lived with his parents and three older siblings upstate, so nowhere near Manhattan. I mean, not nowhere near Manhattan, but not Manhattan, uh-huh. where his father ran a dairy farm and a bookbinding business. At the age of 12, he was sent to Switzerland for boarding school. Then he returned to the U.S. in 1965. By this time, the family had relocated. Here's an interesting parallel to Orlando, Florida. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> work uh, joined them for a while and worked at his dad's uh, residential development business. He was briefly married. After his divorce, he moved to New York City, where he started an electronics business out of his Greenwich Village apartment. So, uh, as far as I can tell, the closest his mom ever got to living, his mom Gertrude ever got to living in New York City was Bernard Getz was born in Kew Gardens, Queens, and then they never returned to the city, as far as That's I can weird. tell. So, it may be kind of, okay. you know, who's going to know, like, Bernard Getz, still a huge name in 1991, obviously. That's yeah. a very current reference. Yeah, so it's just like a, an easy lie for exactly. Leslie to tell. Oh, by okay. the way, yeah, to give herself some but renown. Bernard Getz's mother used to live there. Yeah, she obviously Ooh. loves... So how, how are you obviously going to fact check that you're not going to yeah they didn't have even in 91 (laughs) yeah Yeah, yeah, even in 2018 how are you going to fact check that yeah i I don't think you can and and again wikipedia may have noted well gertrude and bernard gets his dad uh divorced and she lived in the city maybe she did live on riverside drive but it seems to me more like it'd be funnier if it was leslie who obviously loves being a kennedy from like a cousin by marriage Uh fifth removed or whatever she's just telling a lie to make herself look good exactly knows it yeah 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 exactly she knows yeah she knows it exactly so that's why it may be even but i but Man. I, it may be even funnier just after <laughs> research because at the time it wasn't funny for that reason. It's like it, it probably was just a funny reference like Bernard gets his mother. What a weird thing. Yeah. And so it, it, but going the extra step, she probably never lived on Riverside Drive. That's what I'm trying to say. And then uh, let's talk a little bit about Don Perry, who played Bill in the Cable Guy, uh, the Cable um, episode. What is it? Uh, the Baby Shower. Doesn't have anything to do with Cable. I, I'm, I still don't know where you recognize him from, but the dude has worked. He has 79 credits, and they're mostly one-off sitcoms. His biggest role is as uh, m- in Miss Congeniality 2, Armed and Fabulous. Have you ever seen it? <laughs> No, I don't even. I don't know. This, this is the guy on the airplane. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, be the last person you ever see. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you name a show, he's been on it. Cheers, The Wonder Years, Murder She Wrote, Coach, Home Improvement, Drew Carey, Caroline in the City, Everybody Loves Raymond, ER, Scrubs, Ally McBeal, Just Shoot Me, Arrested. Oh about- my God, I know him from Scrubs. There we go. That's what is he on? where What's it he, is. Where's he on Scrubs? He's one of. He's just one of the patients. Okay, yeah. Oh my exactly. God, he's one of the. He's just that guy and every. Uh, the the. Uh, I recognize what was his him, name. I gotta um, look him up now. Don Perry. Don Perry. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he's just like one of like the annoying patients. Yeah. Oh, my God. Now, I also Don... recognize him from Arrested Development. He plays Earl Milford. And I have uh, an image in my mind of him getting in one of the magic boxes that uh, Job has. I don't know. Were you, are you an Arrested Development fan? 
Uh, not really, okay. no. Um, uh, just running over some more of these, that 70s show, Yes, Dear, My Name is Earl. I mean, the dude has just done it all. He just constantly is working on oh my God, one yeah. episode of... I, I'm the only person I've ever met who loved Yes, Dear. I like Yes, Dear. You like Yes, Dear, I, I'm not too? A, I'm not a big fan of it. Oh I'm more God. like Anthony... Um, <laughs> An- what's his name? Anthony... I like the... The guy who played Greg? Yeah, the Hick one, not the guy from... Oh, the from, Hick one. Uh, yeah. Michael, Mike O'Malley. No, not Mike O'Malley. The other one, Anthony... Um, I used to know his name because he played oh. Boyd on a show I loved called Boston um, Boston Common. Do you remember that? His sister's going to no. Boston College, and he becomes like the janitor there to look after her or something, and they're both from the sticks, and so it's a very fish-out-of-water thing. I like the country um, one. Oh, whatever. Uh, it, anyway. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I'm looking at uh, just photos of like... Don Perry and Scrubs. Now he, he's just like uh, one of the patients, yeah. and I'm like, this yeah. is how I know this guy. He's such a minor character. Yeah. So there we go. There, there's uh, Don Perry talking to Perry. How about that? Uh, from Scrubs. Uh, um, so all right, the, the great Don Perry, one of the many uh, character actors we're going to see pop up in <laughs> Seinfeld, as as we've already seen several of them, uh, and we'll just have to you know go after it. So okay. All right, so that that's it for homework. Yes. Uh, back into the Chinese restaurant. We already covered the TV guy description. Yep. Uh, May twenty third, nineteen ninety. One, I'm negative one year, six months, twenty seven days old, and I'm coming up quick on my tenth birthday. Coming, coming up, up quick. quick, coming up all quick. Right. <laughs> um, we'll we'll talk about like all like rate and resubscribe and all that stuff at the end of the show, right? Because um, I uh, we. We had a lot of homework. We had and a lot I, to get to, I kind of just want to get into the yeah. episode right away. We'll, we'll do all that stuff at the end. Obviously, I wanted to skip the homework altogether. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I, I'm glad we got to it because it was, it was interesting stuff. It was stuff, a lot. So uh, we, we start- is there any other news before we before we get into it? I don't think so. Okay. 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 So we start with the stand-up <laughs> yeah, scene. Yeah. Uh, Jerry's talking about... Uh, phone operators wanting more money. Yeah. And who, boy, this, <laughs> this ever happened this to you? This couldn't be any more out of date. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, for a reference for Have me. you even used a payphone in your I have life? never used a payphone. Wow. I, the only payphone I remember even actually like interacting with was on the outside of a Sheets, like a gas station in my hometown. Uh-huh. Like I remember looking at it and be like, oh, what's that? And my mom's like, oh, it's a payphone. And that's it. Yeah. And, End of payphone experience yeah. for me. See, payphones were still a big part of my life being uh, older than you. There was one in our school. You know, you weren't allowed yeah. to use it during school hours, but there was one that, you know, after school, if you needed you to call your mom. You still had to pay mom. for it? You yeah. Put yeah, a quarter yeah. in and everything? Or you could call collect. You know, that okay. was why calling collect was such a big thing back in the 80s and 90s is because, yeah. you know, and, and earlier than that, of course, but in my lifetime, because, uh, you know, so you could call and you could pull the trick where, like, say I'm at Bush Gardens, which is a theme park near where I lived, and I wanted my mom to come pick us up and we hadn't decided on a time. Um, and I don't have a cell, no cell phone. So we oh, just call, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know where you're going with call this. Call on a, on a phone, collect, and then say, Mom, we're ready, and then hang up the phone. Mm-hmm. And then we'd meet at the predetermined meeting point. So, so she knows where, where you're going to be at. She, she knows, knows you're going to be we'll at Bush Gardens yeah. or like just outside of and it. And which exit we'll be at. Yeah. yeah. So when I was like, oh, we'll call you and let you know when you Yeah, so it's not going to charge yeah. anybody anything. Right. Because you're not going through with the call. Yeah. Like, um, what so, was the. Uh, the commercial Bob, but uh, yeah, we had you, a baby eatsa boy. Yeah, you have a collect call from Bob had a baby. No, Bob, Bob we had a baby eatsa boy. Bob, we had a baby eatsa boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "Do you accept the charges?" And the dad says, "No." And he's like, "Who is it?" Bob. They had yeah, a baby. It's, it's a boy. boy. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's a little trick you could pull. Um, and and that's the you know. That commercial was using that device that everybody used to, to you know, that yeah, comedic yeah. effect. But, um, but yeah, but payphones were still a big part of my life, although I don't... Oh, and the coolest thing you could do if you knew how to get them to ring back, like, there was a way to go, like, you could look at the last four digits of the... Because every payphone had a number, of course. It's a yeah. phone. So sometimes the number was on there. So you dial something like 260, and the last four digits of the number, then hang up three times, and it would start ringing. 
Yeah, what? you could make it ring. Yeah, what would be like no the number calling back at I, you? I think when you picked it up, I don't think anything would happen. Yeah, <laughs> what in the world? It was just a weird, fun trick that that uh, that every that little kids knew <laughs> to do. And so you'd make a payphone ring and then leave, and then watch an idiot pick it up and go. Hmm, uh, okay, but I never had this deal where you go over your quarter's amount of time and they ask for more money. I don't understand how that ever yeah, would have w- worked. Wouldn't the call just end? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like uh, I mean. Actually, no. Wait, I did use a payphone once because I, I it was this payphone that I was thinking of. Yeah, because I, I remember um, using it, and I remember like hearing you have blank time remaining. Yeah, yeah, and then it would just hang up. Yeah, yeah, yeah eventually. So maybe before God, they figured out how to was do I that. Yeah, I, who are you calling from my, a payphone at the gas station? My mom or my grandma oh, okay. or something. It, it, Actually, it was probably my grandma, and it was probably after Pee Wee football practice. So I couldn't have been any older than like. Eight. Yeah. So this would have been uh, probably summer of 2000. Wow. Uh, Payphones are still Summer of 2000 or summer of 2001. Yeah. So yeah, I was either calling my mom or my grandma after peewee football practice or after a game uh, and just no one was able to like actually stay for the game. They just had to drop me off. Right, right. Hey, uh, we're done. We lost. Come get me. (laughs) Um but, but then did, yeah. you, did that count? Did it, you, you were on the phone so long that it started counting down? Like it didn't. I mean, I wasn't on the phone for very long. It was just yeah. like at the end of wh- however long your call is, huh. it says you have one minute remaining. You have thirty seconds oh. remaining. You have ten seconds remaining. Please insert insert yeah, more money for more the time. Call. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, maybe before that technology was available in nineteen ninety one, people, um, you know. But it seems like you'd have to be on the phone a long time to not to to use up twenty five cents worth. You know. I don't think I had 25 cents. I think I used it like a nickel huh. or a dime. I didn't even know that they took that amount of money. It was, it was a small town. No, oh, okay. one, no one had oh, so quarters. Maybe it was an old self. Maybe it was an old payphone. I mean, an old payphone that had maybe. like you could put any amount of money in and, and like, well, I'm only going to talk a dime's worth or whatever. <laughs> I, I'm not even sure because payphones when I was around, they were only 25 cents. What? <laughs> I'm not going to talk a quarter's worth. Yeah, I'm only going to talk a dime's yeah, worth. Yeah. I'll put I'll put the extra 15 cents in if I need it. Um but uh, when I was around, payphones were $0.25, cents, and then they upped them to $0.35. Cents. So you needed a quarter and a dime Ugh. to talk as long as you want. And then I think long-distance calls, of course, you needed more money. That's like, and that's when you'd start getting the time countdown. It's like finding a vending machine where it's like $1.10. I cents. know, I know. Like, no one, no one carries cash to begin with. Yeah. So no one's also going to carry cash and change. And now you're asking for somebody to put $2 and get $0.90 cents back into a vending machine. I think vending machine owners did themselves a disservice by raising the rates just mm-hmm. that small amount. They would have mm-hmm. made more sales i bet sales went down when that or or profits went down i mean man we have it really lucky the vending machine here we have it work yeah everything's 55 cents it's pretty good like well there's some 70 uh, cent stuff in there i believe the bag snacks like combos and potato skins which is my go-to are 55 cents yeah if you want cupcakes and stuff it's still only 80 cents yeah yeah we have it lucky it's pretty good it's pretty good um, okay, so after that weird uh, stand-up bit about going over time, oh, and, and Jerry's saying the like, I can't imagine that ever worked. Who is the like saint who's like, oh, here you go, pay, here you go. You, you don't have to pay. They're never yeah. going to find you. Yeah, you have. Like Jerry even says, you have the high ground yeah, on this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I don't understand why anybody ever did that. Like, please insert twenty-five more cents. Like, um, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So it, it really is a weird thing. But now we open on our one and only location, the Chinese restaurant Hunan Fifth Avenue. 
Is, oh, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Hunan Fifth Avenue, and uh, they're walking in the the George, Jerry, and Elaine, and they're making a reservation. They don't know for how many, whether it's just going to be them or whether Tatiana is going to be joining them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they put in for four. Yeah, they do put in for four. Seinfeld yeah. four. And as as they're walking in, I wanted to touch on this. Uh, this is just something straight out of Jerry's act. Yeah, out of his uh, stand up act. Uh, he's because uh, Elaine walks in saying, "Oh yeah, we need more cops in the city." And George's like, well, "No, we need more garbage men in the yeah, city." Yeah, He's like, "Why don't we combine them? Just have them do both jobs." <laughs> exactly. And there's, I see all these cops with nothing to do. Just grab a broom and sweep, 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 sweep. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Um, so uh, let me. I, I'm, they're gonna they're gonna go to a movie, Plan Nine from Outer Space. You heard of this thing? I have, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've never seen it, but I want to see it. I've seen the Rift Tracks version of it. So the Mystery Science Theater guys put it back mm-hmm. in theaters, and they made fun of it. And, and it was so that's the only way I've ever seen it. But um, yeah, Jerry wants to go see it on the big screen. It's a black and white movie from way back in the day, yeah, from '53. But, but obviously, I, we're I learning <laughs> like, oh, okay, '53. Okay, yeah. um, we're learning that Jerry loves just uh, somebody loves old sci-fi references because we've already had the Globes of whatever. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're oh, the Globes of Sigmund. Yeah, the globes, of, the flaming globes of Sigmund. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, and and Plan Nine from Outer Space. Now, and I feel like there's been one or two other instances. Under it's Larry where, David. Yeah, it might be. Maybe oh, it is no. Larry David. Yeah, somebody loves old old sci-fi. There's there's oh, been a no. few references, which fits in with Jerry's comic book uh, affection as well, mm-hmm. and George too. Yeah. So maybe and, and, it is. And Jerry's like point of reference for all of his references is like fifties, sixties, seventies. Yeah, yeah. And th- this goes right right in there with yeah. it. Plan Nine from Outer Space. Uh, plan nine from outer space is early 50s yeah but i i don't know i i don't mind this one because i actually know what it is and it, and it has lasted like a lot of yeah, references they've, they've yeah. fallen I, on I their think, fears now i think it's definitely not as jerry says the worst movie in the world anymore yeah uh because uh mono's hands of fate exists right because troll 2 exists right because the, the uh, room the yeah, the room exists <laughs> birdemic birdemic uh there's one that i saw at sharknado uh, oh, oh. there's one that i saw at our local horror fest one time called found uh and it was awful. oh wait, is that the one about the tire no oh, that, okay. no that's rubber rubber okay. rubber rubber's bad <laughs> uh but found is just like uh almost shot like uh an eighth grader wanted to make a horror movie yeah but uh, this little kid like finds a head in his older brother's closet, and it it turns out like his brother is like this serial killer wow. or something. And I'm like, I've been trying to find this movie uh, for the last like ten years so I can watch it again. But you know how hard it is to Google a movie called Found. found. Yeah, and it's isn't impossible. It, isn't ironic that the movie will never be found, hey. and it's called Found. Interesting. I'll, I'll never see it again. Yeah. Uh, so George needs to call Tatiana to tell them where they ended up going uh, for to eat, and uh, so he wants to go on a payphone. There's a guy on the payphone already though who's just ignoring George's pleas yep. for him to get off. This what are you doing on a pay? You don't chit chat on a payphone. I would tend to agree, especially in the middle of a lobby like this, that when payphones existed, they were for very quick emergency calls, were they, not long ass calls. Yeah, that's what I, I. I don't know. I would. Okay. I would think that like. Especially, yeah, you're you're paying for it, and I mean, I don't have the yeah. like I said, I don't have the experience of using a payphone uh, more than once, yeah. apparently. So I I wouldn't really know. Yeah, um, and then so oh, Jerry sees a familiar woman. Uh, again, this is so weird because so much is set up right away, and then you're like, 
what do I have to write down to remember later? Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, if, so, if anything, this we, yeah, I should have watched he, this episode twice. <laughs> I should have made time to watch it twice. He, he sees the he sees the woman in the striped shirt, and he's like, "Oh, where do I know her from?" Yeah, and like that is going back and forth with Elaine just trying to like get the table and George trying to get the phone. Yeah, and just back and back and back and back and back. And uh, uh, there's people coming in that are yeah, cutting in order. Exactly. They come in right away. They actually, is this the group of people that walk right in? Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. Is the, they walk right in and Jerry comes up and asks, hey, they were, they, they, they walked right in. We, we were waiting. He's yeah. like, oh no, they were here before. They were here. They're, they're always here. So yeah. They were here. Oh, they were here the whole time. Yeah. Th- th- yeah this, something this like is that. The, this yeah. is the group that was just here before. Yeah. They were here before. Yeah. yeah. So, so we're led to believe that they were here before. They left. They came back. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. And they had their table waiting for them. Um, and so, uh, let me see. Oh, um, Elaine's so hungry. Yeah. She just wants to take some food off someone's plate. Well, I you have something before that. Yeah, again, before, that's why this, this whole episode's going to be like this because it's so just it just has I don't know. It's not a straight well, line. We, actually, no, we line. we are at that point. But okay. Elaine uh, before that has the line. She's like, uh, like something. Uh, people feel so special whenever they finally get called for their table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now uh, this isn't. Oh no, this isn't the uh, the next line I was thinking of. But yeah, she's uh, just like trying to like I don't know take her mind off of being hungry. I guess. Yeah. Uh, and she she's like, I, I, I just want to go and take some food off of someone's plate. And Jerry says, oh, if you do that, there's $50 <laughs> in it for you. Yeah. And uh, Elaine's like, seriously considering doing it. Yeah. And she's like, George, would, would you do it? And he's like, for $50, I'd put my face in their soup and blow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's just starving. She's yeah. starving now. And so she's like, this isn't going to be like a loophole where I come back and you say that, um, I forget what the loophole she comes up with is. Like, oh, that it was I didn't, covered in mustard. It was, yeah, it has to be covered in mustard or something <laughs> like that. And he's like, no, no, no. All you have to do is go over there, not say a word, yeah. and then P- pick take, up, yeah. pick up an egg roll, eat it, say thank you yeah, for yeah. your time, and leave. <laughs> yeah. Which I looked up fifty bucks in ninety one, ninety two dollars and fifty six cents in twenty eighteen. Right? I'd do it for fifty bucks. I wouldn't even do it for ninety two. <laughs> Maybe fifty dollars in New York City is fifty dollars, though. You know, Maybe. I wonder if I wonder what inflation in New Maybe. York City looked like. But you can round down and offer me ninety dollars, yeah. and I'd do it. Yeah, yeah. That, that no no brainer, no brainer. Even if they're like, buy us a new plate of egg rolls, be like, no, oh, okay, what's that? Six dollars? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, or in nineteen ninety one, what's that? Three dollars? Five dollars? Whatever. <laughs> you know, yeah. So, um, but she goes up and she tries to cheat anyway, and talks through her teeth. Oh, this guy said, "See that guy back there? He'll give me fifty dollars." Yeah, and it's a plate. It's a ta- Ugh, excuse me. <laughs> and it's a table full of old people. Uh, of yeah, yeah. Of elderly people. No one can understand what she's saying. <laughs> what's she saying? What, what's she saying? What does she want? What's, what's going on? What, yeah, what's, yeah. what's happening? And I don't know if you noticed this. None of the dialogue you hear matches anything <laughs> any of the people are saying, yeah. which is where we get ADR by Larry, Larry David. Larry David, I heard it, yeah. What did she say? Yeah. <laughs> what's, go- what's going on? Yeah. yeah. But also, oh Elaine, Elaine talking through her teeth was ADR, too. I don't know if you noticed that. It definitely was ADR. Because yeah. I'm like... When she oh, goes over absolutely. there, I'm like, is this her inner monologue? What's yeah. going on? <laughs> yeah. Because she was speaking so clearly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, it, I mean, it made sense. You, otherwise, we wouldn't be able to tell what she was saying. But, yeah, this whole scene was ADR. And yeah. then she chickens out and runs away. But it's, yeah. it's still hilarious yeah, anyway. She, when she comes back, uh, George wanted uh, the guy who was on the phone was taking so long yeah. that George was saying to Jerry, he's like, hey, if anything goes down here, you got my back, right? <laughs> Jerry's like, yeah, I want to get into a rumble at the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he he's like, he really wants to just fight this guy because he's taking so long on the phone. But the phone is finally free. Jerry's like, oh, George, the phone's free. Just walks right over. As soon as he's reaching for the phone, yeah. woman comes in, grabs it. Yeah. Like, 
I, I, man, that's uh, <laughs> and she even says, well, George says, I was here, I was, yeah. I was here I was, first. Yeah. Do you not see him reaching for the phone? She's that's the one true, who grabs the phone from him. Pretty and much. And he's like, oh, well, if you hear first, I, th- I guess the phone will be in your hand, yeah, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what the hell? <laughs> he got out of line, though. I mean... I guess, but... He should have really, I oh guess, been standing God. there the whole time. But, uh, yeah, she. so she gets on the phone, and I, I like... After that, he walks away, and he says something that now I'm, is... I'm a, actually feeling for George in this really? scenario. I, yeah. I think so. I, I, you know, I the woman was rude, and uh, he was probably reaching for the phone first, and she reached for it a little quicker and went, boop. Um, but... Oops, sorry. Yeah. I guess, but, I mean, I don't agree with, like... I, I don't think I would publicly freak out like George is yeah, about yeah. to do, but I I, I feel for him. Yeah. You know, oh, of course. Uh, what does he? Uh, he says like we are living in a society. Yeah, we are supposed to act in a <laughs> civilized way. <laughs> but I love the line. We're <laughs> living immediately in a, after. Yeah, and oh no 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 no. Oh wait, what were you going to say? I was going to say I love the line. We're living in a society just because it's an online. It's a punchline now for like fourteen year old kids who post memes online about like. <laughs> Someone's reading a book, and then this other crowd's over here looking at a phone, and they're like, we live in a society. Have you seen uh, this? You know, it's like, uh, yeah. there's a great subreddit called I'm 14 and this is deep that posts pictures oh like that. Oh my god, it's, I need to find it's this. It's the best. And so the, the go-to line in all the comment threads are, we live in a society. We live in a society. Yeah, we live in a society. What's it called? I'm 14 and I'm this 14 is deep. I'm 14 and this is deep. Yeah, yeah. And yes. it's full of those like, Facebook memes that you see that make fun of modern technology and, oh, people are like this now. And, oh, the school is filling your head <laughs> with government knowledge. All that stuff that you think oh, is deep when you're 14. Not to get too far off track, yeah. but have you ever, you've ever seen... Um, the uh, share zone or it's the pack is the, is the subreddit. I don't think so. It's all of like, it's in the style of memes that you would see shared unironically from like certain people on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. But it's always like ironic. 12 different fonts <laughs> or there, yeah. there's always like a minion in there or something. Yeah, a minion, yeah. And, and it's been like Or like JPEG'd. a Harley Davidson logo. And it's been JPEGs yeah. to hell so you can't tell what even anything is. That's the same thing as I'm 14 and this is deep but it's like, you know, posted. But the go-to comment in that is we live in a society so I just love that, that George is basically where Tumblr is now. <laughs> George in 1991 is, is where Tumblr is now. This is uh, top post in the pack right now. There's only two things I like. Chugging beer and kicking ass. Listen up, kid, and I'm all out of oh, ass. Oh, okay, okay. I see. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, lots of skulls. I don't skulls. even know how to describe it. Like, tough guys on, yeah. on Facebook. Uh, and tough ladies. I see tough ladies posting stuff like that, too, and they love they love posting stuff like that. But yeah, <laughs> the unironic. It looks very much like an affliction shirt on Facebook, I guess. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> uh, or, yeah. There's a, oh, trust me, I'm not a picky eater. You're just too picky about my eating <laughs> with, like, a... A skeleton in, in like, like in the woods, leaning against a spooky yeah. woods. Yeah. I, I don't know. Why. <laughs> um, it's incredible. It's so. It's did you amazing. have a line after we live in a society that it's just uh, George saying? Uh, Does anyone ever display the slightest sensitivity <laughs> over the uh, over the problems of a fellow individual? No, no. The guy from earlier comes back and says, "Oh, I'm sorry, I took so long." Oh, that's okay. Really, don't oh, worry yeah, about yeah, yeah. it. He folds as he normally does. Talks big to Jerry. <laughs> Again, we saw this last week with Leslie. You know what I'm going to say to Leslie and this guy? Hey, I'm going to fight this guy. Yeah. And then immediately buckles when he's, when he's faced with yeah. any sort of, oh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, of course, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Re- really good writing, I yeah, think. Yeah, definitely. yeah, definitely. But also, I mean, it's, it's, it's ironic and really good writing because George doesn't think of anybody but himself. No. 
So we, and none of these characters do. Jerry, Elaine, everybody's always thinking of themselves. And so the fact that when somebody isn't thinking of George, they're thinking of themselves, he considers it a huge affront to him. him. You know, yeah. it's like, everyone should be thinking of me just like me. And so that's what's <laughs> funny is that he doesn't care about the common man. He's looking out for him. And he yeah. thinks everybody else should be looking out for him too, which is which is hilarious as yeah. well. And at this point, um, George and Jerry are sitting down. Yeah. George is explaining to Jerry what happened with Tatiana. He couldn't mention earlier, like why. He's like, yeah. I'm not even sure she's yeah. into and me I'm, anymore. I'm thankful for this because at the beginning of the episode, I'm like, okay, who's Tatiana? Yeah. What happened? Why um, is she not there? Ted, I'm a guffin. You've got to get used to not seeing these things and people. Like we're just going to be introduced to these people and they're going to be gone as but, soon as we meet them. Uh, so, or even just hear about them. We may never meet them. So apparently, George and Tatiana, yeah, uh, went out. They went back to her place, and she has this really yeah. tiny. I'm guessing studio apartment. It sounds like it. Uh, her bed is like right next to the bathroom. There's no yeah. buffer There's zone. There's no buffer zone. Is what yeah. he says. It sounds to me like living room, bedroom, and bathroom are yeah. all one room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he says they start fooling around. Yeah, when he, and he feels he gets something this that... great. What? How does he phrase it? Because he phrases it uh, so well. It's like this great uh, intestinal. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't remember exactly. Force. It's this unstoppable, unstoppable force, force. He says, force, yeah. and I, I can't tell if he's telling like. He just has to fart, or if he just has to full on poop. I think it's a full on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but he's that comes up like right in the middle of them, like just getting yeah. into things early in early in the goings. He says so because oh, uh, I want to write that down because then I, I he skips a little bit of the the day because he's like I stop. I told her maybe it'd be better if I left. Yeah, and he says that he said. Did you say that? He said it during. During the poop or during no them during fooling around. Well, I think I think they were <laughs> already having sex. You think so? That's the what. But uh, that, but I'm, that's why I rewound it and I said, okay. He said it's early in the goings, but then he's like, I'm getting dressed, and she's blah blah blah. So he somewhere he skipped to like now we're we're actually you know I couldn't I don't know, you know I, now I we're actually doing it. I don't see George being able to like do it all the way. Like I know. Like, Start. But I why guess would it be I such say. a big deal to say, you know, because Jerry already knows they're making out, so it already is yeah. during. So why would he ask? When did you say this? Before, during, or after, or whatever? And he said it during. So my, I to me that's yeah, true. Network TV way of saying that they yeah, we were in the gone, middle of having sex yes, and I had to shit during. Yeah, yes, I said maybe it'd be better if I left during. Yeah, uh, and so and then he says I'm getting dressed. So he skipped. He skipped from it's early in the going <laughs> guess, to yeah. getting naked, and and so. It, it, you know, I think these are the restrictions of network TV. You couldn't say, and then we got into bed and we started <laughs> screwing. <laughs> but then I had to go. I mean, we're already talking about having to poop really bad. I guess the, the network was like, poop or sex. Don't do both, please. And they're like, all right, Especially fine. not in the same yeah, Especially joke. not in a restaurant in the same joke. But like, then... Uh, At J- 8 o'clock on NBC, can we not? <laughs> Jerry has a line. He's just like, this could only happen to yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> Which gave me the reaction of just, uh, that's kind of what happened with Grace and I. How so? Uh, we were hanging out, uh, one of the first nights. We had, we weren't dating yet. Um, just to save details, we were watching a movie. Uh-huh. I let out the biggest fart I've ever let out. And she just looks me dead in the <laughs> eyes. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so Why sorry. Why did you do that? I I didn't have control of it. It oh, just wow. came out. Wow. It was just okay. <laughs> You're feeling oh, pretty loose. Oh my god. 
I'm so sorry. You can leave if you want to. <laughs> and she's like, no, that's okay. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> and that's when I knew she was the one. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> Uh, so it hadn't gotten as far as where George was in the in the proceedings, though, uh, fortunately. And you probably had a nice bathroom buffer zone as I did, well. yeah. It was outside of my room. Yeah. Um, oh, and then we'd get a little Batman reference here to stay in the DC universe of Superman um, and Aquaman from earlier. Now we have a Batman reference in Seinfeld. Yeah, uh, yeah. He says something about... Uh, he know, said he, the only excuse yeah. that Tatiana would have even accept, accepted... Yeah. Uh, that she would have even accepted was, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm actually really Batman, and I just saw the bat signal, signal. and I gotta go. (laughs) Yeah. Which, I'm guessing, uh, was she, like, a huge comic nerd? No, just Batman. uh, Okay. That's just the only excuse she would have accepted, We were still, yeah, yeah. Like, the only acceptable reason for a man to leave in the middle of making love to her is I'm Batman and I just saw the bat signal. Okay. But don't forget, we're fresh off the Tim Burton Batman. Oh, That are was 1988-89. Yeah, I think 89. So Batman's okay. still a huge... I mean, this may be even Batman uh, Return... Bat, no, which one was the second one? Batman Returns? I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. The um, I think it's bat, uh, Batman, Re- Batman Returns, Batman... Batman and Forever. Forever. Batman, Batman and Robin. Robin. Yes. And then that's it until that the, the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we may be even in Batman Returns. So Batman's big business. I okay. mean, Batman was everywhere. Prince did the soundtrack to Batman, for crying Ooh. out loud. I mean, Batman was a hot commodity, so, you know, still a big name. Not necessarily com. This was like, think of like Iron Man in, 19, in, in 2003. Like, all of a sudden, everybody knows who that is, whereas yeah. the year before, like, Batman is still... You know, a, a big name and not just for comic book nerds. So, yeah. um, and also you'd have to be Bruce Wayne in order to want to leave, you know, leave <laughs> in the middle of sex with her. I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, after this, we get back to everyone uh, worrying about like their own individual things. Yeah. Uh, the lady's still on the phone that George is trying to use. Elaine hates this place now for some reason. Everyone, it's it's never explained. She's hangry. I yeah. wish Seinfeld would have inter- in- introduced the word hangry right yeah. here because I can't believe he didn't think of it. Yeah. Uh, I and mean, it's it's a very simple word to yeah. come up with. I don't know who came up. with I know, it. I know. I don't know, but Where, but it was you know it, it's definitely post ninety one. I would say, I guess. Um, and Jerry's still fixated on finding out who this woman in the striped shirt oh, is. Yeah, yeah. And he's still worried about the movie too. Yeah, he's yeah. still he's still worried about like uh, getting to the movie on time. And well, no, he's not worried about anything with his uncle just yet. Yeah, because you know he had to cancel plans with his uncle so we could go out to dinner and go to this movie. Exactly. Plan nine on the big screen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, but oh, don't forget! Hey, what stinks in here? Oh my God, Mr. Cohen! Mr. Cohen walks in. <laughs> is, is Mr. Cohen a prominent actor or anything? Oh, not that I know of. Okay, I, yeah. I, I, we, we don't have to look it okay, up. Okay, I didn't recognize it, him. If you, if you didn't know him going into it, <laughs> yeah. then okay. I I thought that he was. Uh, going to notice Jerry, and he was going to be like a fellow stand-up comedian, but yeah. he was just higher on the totem pole. I thought that's where this was going. Oh, right, right, right. Because yeah. he co- who who comes in and like starts cracking jokes? Yeah, a comedian. Right, 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 right. Yeah, but this guy is like the local. He's he's the regular. Yeah, you know, Mr. Cohen is there. He's here all the time, and then, so Mr. He, Cohen comes a, in. He's a very nice guy. Yeah, he yeah. lives on Park Avenue. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think that sounds must be really nice. He must be rich or something. Uh, so pa- I think Park Avenue is just like a wealthy area. Yeah, like, yeah. He, even in '91, right, especially right, especially in 2018. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so he, you know, he's got jokes about what a dump this place is, yeah. and I keep trying to find. You haven't been here in a while. I was like, I'm trying to find a better place to go. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's very loud and boy. He's like the norm. If you get that yeah. Cheers reference, of I do. Actually. Hunan, Hunan Fifth Avenue. Uh, so <laughs> would you like your table? Come right. Oh yeah. And would you like the table? Like, no. Why don't you bring the food out here and I'll eat it right here. Oh, we'll eat yeah. it right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Everything's a joke God. to Mr. Cohen, and the staff loves him obviously. So he gets a table right away yeah 
Yeah. And um, and I love that he walks in with a catcher. I hope every time he walks in, Mr. Cohen says, <laughs> hey, hey, what stinks in what here? What stinks in here? <laughs> and everyone just goes nuts. I love that. If there's, I think there's probably in an alternate universe, or maybe, yeah, there's a show about Hunan. It's called Hunan Fifth Avenue. And, and Mr. Cohen is... The Kramer of Hunan Fifth Avenue, <laughs> and he's the norm of that and, television show. Instead of just show. like bursting yeah, in, yeah, yeah, and Jerry, it's just yeah. what stinks in here, what? and then the applause break hey. for five minutes. So there's a sitcom about Hunan Fifth Avenue, God. and everyone, and it takes place. Every episode takes place in the restaurant, and we're just watching the Seinfeld Hunan Fifth Avenue crossover episode, and and Mr. Cohen is the star, basically the breakout star of that 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 it, alternate universe sitcom. In, in this alternate universe, yeah. there's a podcast called. <laughs> uh, no, um, it's called Hey What Podcasts in Here. <laughs> oh no. Hey, hey, uh, wh- hey, what stinks in my ears? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What stinks in my ears? Oh, uh, no. That's a perfect that's, one. That's about... even be- that's even worse. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's better. I think it's- <laughs> Hey, what's podcasting in here? Um I, I, I would listen to that show. Uh, okay, so now uh, the mystery woman finally comes over after Mr. Cohen gets his seat, and she recognizes Jerry. And Jerry's playing it off. Jerry yeah. still has no idea. He's playing it off very well, as everyone always does. Oh, hey, like you haven't been around much. I uh, no, you know, just trying not to give specific details enough to let the other person know you have no idea who they are. Yeah. And Elaine is loving it. I love her her looking oh, like God. staring at Jerry, knowing he's in the mud, uh-huh. like and just taking glee in that and and cracking up about it. And uh, Jerry comes back with, uh, well. Uh, the woman whose name we don't know yet asks, uh, oh, how are you? What's going on? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, what are you up to? And Jerry replies with, ha- uh, it's incredible. I-, I think I might have said something exactly like this at like family reunions <laughs> yeah. before where like I can't remember like how exactly I'm related to, the- <laughs> yeah, to these people. Um, but it was like, oh, you know, some stuff, working around, doing whatever (laughs) just not saying anything but saying everything not letting them know what you don't know about them yeah try not to be too specific uh but then elaine helps out as and i always try this with uh, i feel like it fails more often than not you introduce somebody else who they don't know so elaine finally jumps in and clues jerry into this like i'm elaine and then she says lorraine catalano yeah 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 and yeah like you said more often than not it's like oh nice to meet you elaine yeah and that's it. Exactly. Like, oh, this is my wife, Sarah. Like, oh, hi, Sarah. Like, oh, God. I'm trying Stupid. to get you to yeah, say yeah. your name. But luckily, my wife, Sarah, this is where she comes in handy. She's so forward. She'll just ask, like, and hey, who are you from? What do you do? What's your name? Hi. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Who are you? How do you know Tim? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Which is really good. Not, yeah, really situation. good. Not even knowing that I was clueless about it, but she'll just, you know, jump in. Like, oh, where, you know, what, who are you? Yeah, what are yeah. You? Yeah, what's your deal? <laughs> uh, so that's always nice. Yeah. Uh, and so Lorraine, yes. Yes. He realizes after she leaves, or he realizes in the moment, yeah. but then after she leaves, we're in trouble. Yeah, that she works with Jerry's uncle, who Jerry uh, canceled plans with to go to yeah. the Chinese restaurant yeah. and to go see Plan 9 from Outer Space. Yep. And all this is happening um, while, actually, I think this actually happened before Lorraine came over. Uh, George finally gets the phone, mm-hmm. uh, but he isn't able to get a hold of Tatiana, so yeah. he leaves her a message saying to call the restaurant and uh, ask anyone who answers the phone to look for a balding, stocky man with yeah, glasses, yeah, yeah. which is incredible. Yeah, and um, so Jerry is just now dreading the fact that now this woman's going to go in Monday and say she ran into me, even though I told him. The uncle's going to tell the aunt. The aunt's going to tell yeah, his mom. It, it's his the mom's chain gonna call of phone him. calls that's going to happen. Yeah, and, Wh- and this was a really weird edit. I don't know if this was um, just because of Hulu. 
and where they place their commercial breaks, or if this is where the actual commercial break was. It can't be. He's in the middle of a sentence. Yeah, it comes back. <laughs> He's in the middle of the same sentence. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's Actually, definitely... I think there's a little bit of repetition here. I'm starting. I, I, where do you do you think this ran commercial free on NBC? There's no way. Yeah. I but I, I but there were no bra- there was happened. no other stand up. There's no fade ins, fade outs. There's no more exterior shots that bring us back to the. So I'm like, where how were you, the commercial? How breaks? do you do bottle episodes on network TV? I don't think you do. Well, I think I mean you. You sure? I mean, yeah, you can. You, you, but you, it used to be like just you know fade out, fade back in, or whatever. Yeah, but, but we never no get any outs. of that. Yeah. So Hulu was like, well, damn it, we just got to put it right. It, it was the geographic center of the episode. And Hulu was just it's like, true. well, we'll put it here. They don't, they don't go somebody, hey, watch this episode of Seinfeld and find that we're going to pay somebody to watch 30 minutes of Seinfeld and figure out where the best place to put these ads are because that's how much <laughs> we care about the people paying for it. No, they want the money. So yeah. it's like, stick the ads wherever they want, you stupid intern, and go back to doing something important. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I'll put them in the middle. That's where stuff goes. So, yeah. Yeah, it was the geographic center. So he literally is in the middle of a sentence. And it was not where any commercial break ever was. But I couldn't tell where they ran commercials when this ran on I NBC. Have no clue. Yeah. I, the only thing I could think of would be before they get to the Chinese restaurant and before his final stand-up. Exactly. Day. So yeah. I'm like, did it run commercial free? That's essentially commercial free, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you do... I don't know, a, a four-minute commercial block like right after his first stand-up yeah, bit. Yeah. And then you come back, Chinese restaurant, you do an, another like probably four-minute commercial block at the end before his final yeah. uh, epilogue stand-up bit. It, it would still have commercials, but... But essentially the story of, is commercial-free. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Uninterrupted, maybe they, I guess. Maybe they did run it that way. Yeah. Who knows? Um, or limited commercial interruption, <laughs> as they love saying sometimes. Um, so <laughs> uh, now we're to the bride portion of the show. Um, where they're like, all right, slip him like slip him uh, some money so we can get yeah. a table. You know, he's like, D- can you do that at a Chinese restaurant? Do yeah, they d- take d- money? Do they take money? Do they take money? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because when you think about it, it is a much nicer place that you go into. Slip the Mater Dia twenty so you get a good table. It's like the jacket kind of like tie and jacket kind of place. I figure, yeah. you know, you're not, you know, a Chinese restaurants like it, it'd be like going like, can I slip a twenty to the uh, to the host at Applebee's, that they take money? You know, it's like, would that really do anything? I'm at Applebee's. It's yeah. like a cattle call. I I just am always of the impression, like, everyone will always take money. Right, right, like, yeah. No, but ma- is, no but matter is, what you do. But is is greasing palms for a table a thing at a greasy Chinese it's restaurant? It's probably a thing anyway. Yeah, I guess so, I guess so. Uh, apparently not at... Uh, Hunan Fifth Avenue? <laughs> apparently not at Hunan Fifth Avenue, though. I like how Chief George is, though, where they're all going to chip in for this $20, even though Jerry can handle it. If yeah. I were his friends, I would be milking Just him for... 20 Yeah, come on, Jerry. Like, but okay, seven, 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 seven six. six. Yeah, I'm not going to eat that much. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I did like that. But they, it had to be split up some way. We're not going to do it by 33 cents, you know, yeah, 20 true. divided by three. So. You're not going to give him $21. Yeah, yeah, $21, exactly. So seven, seven, six. Uh, George decided. Elaine goes up. Uh, she tries to bribe the, yeah, the yeah. host, and this is so awful. Yeah, like yeah. her actually like handing him the money. She's just like, uh, um, "Hey, how's it going?" <laughs> uh, just casually like sits the money like on like the reservation yeah. book as he's like looking at it. He's not looking at her or anything she's doing, and she's like, "Oh, w- would it be uh, possible for us to get a table?" It was like. Oh, when would you like to eat? Turns the page, covers up, yeah, and, covers the and, money, and trace yeah. of the money. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh no, I'd, I'd like to no, eat now." I, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he ends up keeping the twenty and not doing it, and then calling a different table, like not doing anything about yeah. the bribe. Yeah, and so that's when Jerry has to go up. And uh, I, I just found this um, 
exchange interesting considering what happened in the deal a few episodes ago when um, he says, you see that woman over there? She came up and, and he's like, oh, yeah, she's very attractive. Uh, yeah. Your girlfriend? And he's like, oh, well, no, we, we dated uh, we at did, one We point. did date for a while. Yeah, which is interesting because uh, when we were just finishing up last week's episode, we were off mic. And you were telling me, you showed me the production schedule of season two. And the deal was originally supposed to air as the season finale. Yeah. So where this ended up airing... It makes no sense exactly. that Jerry should say that they're not boyfriend and girlfriend. That's why I pointed out, like, oh, she's your girlfriend? Like, oh, we did date for a while, but no. Yeah. So I'm like, so if, people, you're, if you're watching this in 1991, you're like, oh, oh I guess they, I guess they I, we missed I the get, episode I where they break up. I guess something happened, yeah. Um, yeah, and the Chinese restaurant airs in the middle of the season in the original production run, which we'll go over once we get to the last episode. It's it, We've already done too much, too much, but the production schedule and the airing schedule was all out of order. So... Just like last week with the baby shower, like Elaine, we were like, Elaine should have given him a little smooch, like, and yeah. really been loving up on him because they're a couple and she's asking yeah. for a favor. But according to the production schedule, yeah. the deal hadn't happened exactly, yet. Exactly. Yeah. So. so it's just very confusing, their relationship. And I guess, it, so that, I found that weird. He's like, we did date for a while, but uh, no. And so he tries to get the money back, but um, he doesn't, right? No. Yeah. No, he doesn't. Doesn't get the money back. No. Uh, I, I, Honestly, don't even remember what the host says at yeah, this point. Yeah. Um, uh, and so now they're deciding, all right. You oh, know he, the host says it's uh, just going to be a five to ten minute yeah, wait. Yeah, five, ten minutes. Still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was five to ten minutes when they got there. Uh, and so now, like, they're all trying to decide, well, we're, we're never going to make the movie if we don't sit down right this second. Yeah. Uh, and Elaine wants to go to Sky Burger and just scarf him down on the way. Yeah. And Jerry's like, we'll get Me- you some popcorn at the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we hear the, Yost, the host yell out for another table, you're assuming. Yeah. He just yells out, Cartwright. 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 Yeah. Right, right. Uh, and which he repeated it twice, so I knew it was something uh-huh, different uh-huh. than a table. Yeah. Wait. So I I picked up on that. See, I had kind of forgotten about it, I, I, even having seen this episode a million times. Um. So yeah, he yells out for Cartwright, but I, I liked that he's like, "We'll get you." Uh. She was like, "I can't eat popcorn for dinner. I have eaten popcorn <laughs> for a meal. Oh yeah, several times. I, I, I have like. Too. I mo- mostly lunch, but I'll go to a movie in the middle of the day and get a bag of popcorn and. Always regret it. I always regret mm-hmm. it. I'm like, oh, just You're sits just there. starving by dinner time. Oh, yeah. yeah. And plus, you've eaten nothing but, but I put extra butter on mine, that greasy yeah. butter, and like, oh, it's never a good idea. But I, I like, he's like, we'll get you a, oh, what about a hot dog? She's like, a movie theater hot dog? Which I agree with Elaine. When did that become a movie theater food? Why is that know. an acceptable movie theater food? I don't know. I mean, you look at our movie theater here, and we've got like pizza, nachos, hot dogs. Yeah. The pizza Jamaican place. Jamaican beef patties. That, see, that's a separate restaurant. People do bring it in, but it's not a concession stand food. That's true. And so, but hot dogs are a concession stand food. And I'll even go a step further and say nachos are. And I've never understood either of those things. I've come around on the nachos because I tried it once and I was like, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. But I still don't get why hot dogs entered into the... Think of it. I mean, it's, no like, it's like, it's just, it's too heavy for a meal and it's got that beefy smell. It's like a hot, beefy... Smell, Hot beef you know, smell. You don't want anything that smells like a full meal in the yeah, movie exactly. theater. I don't think. And so I, I know yeah. uh, one of um, one of the guys we works with. Yeah. him and his wife will always go and get Chipotle. I can't and, imagine, and, and they'll just like put it in her purse. Yeah. And I'm like, that's incredible. But also, I don't think I could do Me that. I, I need. I couldn't eat like a full like. A burrito bowl while watching a movie no. in the theater, or even a, a handheld burrito <laughs> yeah, like exactly. mine. Are, I like my burritos extra. I get the queso in there. I like the salsa. Yeah. I like sour cream, and so I got to see it. 
when I'm eating it. Otherwise, I'm going to end up. I'm going to walk out with it all over my clothes. And it's going to you know? be very apparent that yeah. you smuggled yeah. a burrito into Which the movie is, theater. I'm okay if I get away with it. What are yeah. they going to do? Stop right there! It's he's like got, the phone company. He's got, he's got a burrito in his belly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, so, but I, I just don't. I, I've never understood the hot dog as, a, and so I agree with Elaine that they're pretty gross, and and it's not to be eaten in the movie theater. But um, I might be brought around. On. I like Elaine's little bit of physical comedy here, where uh, a tray walks out of the kitchen with food all over it, and she like paws at it like a cat. You yeah, know, yeah. Like it was just it, that was just a very funny body movement to me. Like I'm gonna, she like turns around and tries to grab some food, and then yeah. uh, it's like one fluid motion of her talking to Jerry, doing that, and being right back in the conversation. Yeah. Well, uh, we uh, George is no what Jerry and Elaine are figuring that they're just gonna leave, right? Yeah. Well, I yeah, I guess that's where we're leaning. It. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. I think they're gonna head out. Oh, and he, he suggested something else: e- getting something and eating it in the cab. Get the food to go and yeah, eating it in the yeah, cab. Yeah, yeah. 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 Which and sounds, which Elaine says is gross. Which in 1991, taxi cabs were still probably disgusting in oh, New yeah, York City. That's true. Yeah, um, or even more disgusting than they are currently. Yeah. <laughs> so they figure uh, that they're just going to go. And George says, "Oh, I can't leave. I have to wait for Tatiana to call me yeah. back." So he goes up and checks with the host, and that was Tatiana that yeah. just called, and he yelled out, "Oh, Cartwright!" Yeah, yeah, Cartwright. Even though that's nowhere close to to Costanza. Costanza, not at all. Yeah, and it was a woman on the phone. And she said a curse word and then hung up yeah. once uh, <laughs> Once he said, yeah, once Cartwright never came up. Uh, so now George isn't in the mood. Elaine's too hungry to think. And Jerry doesn't want to go to the movie by himself because what am I going to do, make sarcastic comments to strangers? Yeah. Um, I hate that he was going to talk in the middle of it anyway, but maybe with Plan 9, it's that kind of thing. You go and everyone can yell I what guess, they want. Yes, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Ga- like gauge the reaction of people around you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, just you. everyone just kind of goes and riffs it Mystery Science Theater style anyway. You know, yeah. like you're not going to Plan 9 to l- watch it in silence, I guess is what yeah. I'm saying. If I you, hate that he's going to a movie to talk during it, but it is Plan 9. So exactly. Like, maybe y- I can you're not, yeah. You're not going to see like the the most current blockbuster yeah, yeah, yeah. to talk all during. It, yes, so. yeah, it's an, a movie from the '50s that everyone knows is rife for being made fun of. Yeah, uh, and so they walk out the door immediately when they do. Seinfeld four. Yeah, <laughs> and then that's it. That's it. Uh, so that's the. I think we covered as much as we could of this weird episode. We do have one more stand-up bit. Yeah, and it's just Jerry <clears throat> talking about uh, how hunger will make you do crazy things, like yeah. becoming a cannibal. <laughs> no steps before that. Yeah, yeah. You know, just oh, I'm kind of hungry. I could really go for some human flesh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I guess maybe he was talking about you know cannibal tribes. I guess it seemed like you know if I was. Living as a cannibal, I guess he would, wouldn't get much sleep. Like, who is that? What are you doing? Get out of here. Yeah. Um, he wouldn't, you know, it, it wouldn't rest easy. It was it was kind of a weird bit to talk about. But yeah. Yeah. I guess <laughs> hunger does make you do weird things like talk about cannibalism. Um, so I guess that's the end. of. I, know. Uh, the, I, I know Grace always gets hangry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know what you or Sarah are like whenever you guys are extremely hungry, but Grace will just get so snippy. And yeah. just like very short, just like I don't care where we go, I just need food. I'm like, okay, well, do you want to go here? No. Like, do you want to go here? No. I'm like, okay, well, we'll go here. Fine. Yeah. Sarah okay. can do that. These days, though, it's the kids that get hangry. You know, if they're throwing fits about stuff and they're well rested and they're yeah. we're in a place where they should be having fun, it's like, all right, probably hunger, probably hungry. You know, yeah. Especially the baby. The ba- it's like if <laughs> if you tried everything, the babies cry for one of like two or three reasons, and uh, hunger is way up there on the list. Yeah. So they're the ones that get hangry these days, not necessarily us. But um, okay, so that's that's it for the Chinese restaurant, right? 
I I think so. Um, next episode, we got it's uh, season two, episode twelve, the bus boy. Ooh. A bus boy loses his job and cat because of George, and it's from more than a month after this episode. Took wow, place. really? Yeah. Well, this was May twenty third, ninety one. This is June twenty sixth, ninety one. Huh. So yeah. we're going into the summer. Yeah. Like how many episodes do we have left after this? Uh, the bus boy and one more. And then one more. So, yeah. huh, wow, they, they drew it into the into the summer months, really, when you think about it. Yeah, really. Most it, shows it was have a their, late season. Yeah, most shows have their... They, they end at, like, the end of May, I think. Or, like, even the beginning of May. Oh, yeah, nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. I, I don't know yeah. when they ended, like, back in 91. I know, yeah. But, yeah, I think that's everything that we've got. Um, we are available on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to shows... And, wow, now that I say this at the end of the show, it makes sense to do this at the beginning of the show. I guess. Although, I, if you I found guess. us. Yeah, that's true. You found if, us somewhere. Yeah, if you found us <laughs> and you've listened to everything yeah, we've yeah. said so far, uh, we are available wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on nohugging.com. That's our website. Um, if you leave us a nice five-star rating and write a review on Apple Podcasts, uh, we are going to pick some people at random to win some No Hugging, No Learning stickers, maybe some merch. If we ever get that made, that's on me to <laughs> pay for it. Um, but I, I think that's it. Yeah, I think so. Um, and yeah, everybody does this at the end, though. Everybody does plugs at the end for the show. So Do they? I think so. Okay. I, I, yeah. I get like a variety from all oh, the shows okay, I listen okay. to. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll try it at the beginning next week. Who knows? All right. Stay tuned. We'll li- <laughs> Maybe we'll try this at the beginning next time. <laughs> so for No Hugging, No Learning, I'm Tim Murphy. I'm Ted Hallowell. Be good. Uh-